Welcome to Fragrophilia, and welcome back to those who listened to our first episode. This is Jeff. This is Jane. Thank you for joining us for our second episode. We are here to talk to you about all the things that we have been wearing fragrance-related this week, news in the fragrance world, things we're excited about, and we are so excited to share. This week, we have something that we can pick off from last week. We had mentioned that Marissa Zappas was coming out with her latest fragrance, Maggie the Cat is Alive, I'm Alive, that is the name of the fragrance. We ordered it as soon as it went on sale last week, and it just arrived a few hours ago. Confirming that we would indeed blind buy a Marissa Zappas fragrance. Yes. And like days after recording. we And it we, got here so quickly, like in two days, it was two days ago that you ordered this. It was, and I was hoping we would have it by the time we recorded this, um, but the original shipping notice said Tuesday, so I was a little bummed. And all of a sudden we woke up this morning and it said that it was going to arrive today. We both were pretty excited and now we're wearing it. Yeah, I, and I'm telling you right now, this is incredible. I've had it on my skin for a couple of hours now, and I've even like reapplied it once because it smelled so good. And it's just stunning. And also hats off to Marissa because this is just so different than anything else that anyone else is doing. It has that real retro sensibility, obviously being inspired by Elizabeth Taylor and a Tennessee Williams adaptation completely amazing but wow we're going to wear put this on the tray next week so we're going to spend more time with this but I will just tell you what the notes are real quick there are notes of champagne ambrette musk peach oak moss violet orris amber castorium patchouli sunlight and sandalwood I would say right off the bat the things that jump out most to me are the patchouli the oak moss the ambrette there's some sort of the violet as well. There's some sort of real smoky, leathery vibe to it as well. Oh, it's it's. I can't wait to really explore it. Yeah, it has this. Um, she talks about the sunlight, and it does have like this sun sun drenched quality about it. It's very bright, but also quite delicate. I'm going to be addicted to this. I can this. smell it from over here, and it's it's really, it's it's so beautiful. And it's I'm really such nice. an Elizabeth Taylor fan. I think she's like one of the best celebrities to have ever lived. My favorite Elizabeth Taylor movie is Reflections in a Golden Eye. So, Marissa, if you're listening, if you ever want to make that into a fragrance, I will be first on the order list. That would be so amazing. But um, when I was kind of researching Elizabeth Taylor today, thinking about this scent, I was looking through her filmography and there was something called Scent of Mystery listed on her Wikipedia and I've never heard what of this it? movie. Being an Elizabeth Taylor fan, I thought I would have heard about it. I've read so many biographies of her. Scent of Mystery is the first movie that used the smell-o-vision system to release odors in the theater at various points through the plot to the audience. What era was this? It was 1960, so she was okay. still very young. Um, she, I think, was in this maybe as a favor to Mike Todd Jr., who was the son of her late husband, Mike Todd, the producer, who she loved very much but had died tragically in a, in a plane accident. I think it was 1954. Um, she plays an heiress who gets murdered, so I assume she's not in the movie very long. Wow. I would absolutely love to see this. I guess they, uh, at some point in 2015, they re-released this movie. Some theater in LA did the smell of vision and they had to recreate the sense 
based on just like a handwritten scrap of paper that kind of loosely described the sense. I wonder how this, the, just the circulation of that, or what kind of allergies that would trigger, or, you know, what if truly, it, like, it just... there's a reason smell of vision never took off. Yes. <laughs> but I'm kind of curious. I'd, I'd be in, I want to know more about it. Yeah. We'll have to look more into this. This is, I wonder how many movies actually, if this was like a one and done, or if there were a series of movies that tried it. We'll look into that. We'll yes. let you know for the next episode. Um, I also wanted to mention, last week we talked about BDK Parfums Vanille Leather as a, something we're very excited to try. I found out this week it is a Harrods exclusive. It's also a Dominique Ropion fragrance. I'm so excited to try it. Um, I know it being a Harrods exclusive is won't be available on a lot of retailers that we normally can get BDK from, but it is available on BDK's online store. And uh, I believe you can order as part of the sample set as well. So I think I'm going to do that and we'll give it I a try. I didn't know it was Dominique Repion. I know. Cool. I mean, yeah. Cores that uh, are used to create fragrances. And we wanted to kind of expand our ability to detect notes as we're smelling through all these fragrances and reviewing them. We wanted to get more familiar with just those core things. On some, a singular level. Smelling some of these raw ingredients is kind of crazy how potent some of them are. And it was also crazy. We only tried a few, but some of them, you know, either of us were completely anosmic to and the other one smelled really strongly. So I can't wait to start exploring that note kit more. I, yeah, I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot more from us about that because it's, it was even just the handful that we tried. It was like, oh, I recognize that from this or yeah. I can't wait to... Compare that to that, and it was really exciting. Smelling a straight synthetic ambergris was crazy. Um, I don't think it was synthetic. Wait, really? Yeah, I think it's an um, you know, it's it's some kind of tincture of some sort, but uh, it's pretty intense. Well, should we move on to our sense of the week? Yes, I'm very excited to. Let's talk about what was on our tray. Uh, for those of you who didn't listen last week, we have a tray and kind of a thoroughfare of our home that we're constantly passing through for us to just grab fragrances. At this point, we have quite a fragrance collection, so it's nice to kind of curate a theme, a vibe, you know, things that we haven't worn lately, just have them out in the open. Um, so what what have you been wearing this week, Jeff? I've really enjoyed at the beginning of the week wearing Qual by Aesop. It's just such a cedar vetiver and cypress scent. And it has these really kind of bright top notes like pink pepper. Um, you get a little uh, geranium and thyme that gives it this floral kind of just pow. And I've just, you know, going through my geranium phase earlier this year, it was one that Still came going. to me. And I'm like three months strong. Did you wear it much? I I didn't actually that's not true I did wear Hual once and it's like such a kind of typical hippie scent it's like very head shop yeah it's intensely incense but you know that's something that would turn a lot of people off but I love those scents I also think it's probably more of a fall based scent but yeah. I don't know the geranium's so yeah. strong it it really kicks in and at least for me and yeah for me it's a cold weather scent but I was very happy to smell it I mean it's beautiful and I didn't really even look into Aesop as a perfume house it was you who went out and you came back with it the price point's good on it right on on some of them that is one of the original two from about I don't know six seven years ago and those are I don't you know one thirty one forty okay the newer ones that they're bringing in are um. Are, are bringing out their 
they're a little bit more expensive, like 180. Oh, I okay. I think there's even one that's well, like 220. So not a terrible price point for an incredible fragrance. I really like Wall. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very nice. Uh, next up would be Arbolay by Hiram Green. Just going through a scratchy scent uh, phase or something, but ooh, is Arbolay scratchy to you? Very much so, because it's got a lot of cedar. It's got a lot of patchouli. It feels like a very old school barbershop kind of like or drugstore aftershave something my dad would wear and i think that's why i love it so much is it kind of reminds me of my dad um but yeah it's very green very scratchy very i don't know gentlemanly man that's so crazy because to me it's so smooth i mean i don't have the vernacular of like men's aftershave as a point of reference but to me it's like this it feels like there's kind of a tea rose accord there but there's mm. not i can't remember what exactly the notes are but there's nothing remotely floral in it it's just like vanilla musk patchouli a couple other things but it's sandalwood gives it that kind of creaminess. yeah it's so creamy to me mm. and um, i wore it several times this week I wore it to bed. It's a wonderful bedtime fragrance, but I also wore it when we went to the museum with our four-month-old because I figured calming, relaxing scent, potentially stressful situation, and it was gorgeous. Which came after the museum, but uh, the museum was great. (laughs) You know, it's like so remarkable to me. Most brands that are like, oh, we're all natural. We don't use any synthetics. You know, they can smell gorgeous at the start, but they don't last very long. But Arbolay stuck around. It yes. is a very long-lasting scent. I think quite a few of, of Hiram Green's scents do stick around. Not one of my favorites, but Hyde is a... That's an all-dayer. Yeah. That's that like, has honey in it, right? Am I right? No, that's Slow Dive. Okay, okay. Yeah, Slow Dive's the real... And that one sticks around as well. I really like that one. You're mixed on that. I okay, Actually, I want to maybe put it on the tray for next week because I'm having a moment with honey. We'll get into that later. It's in a couple of scents that were also on our tray this week. But that is a honey-forward scent that I haven't spent a lot of time with, and I, it has been kind of challenging to me. So I want to I want to get to know it better. It is challenging, but it's, there's something inside of it that speaks to me. I love Hiram Green. I really love yeah. almost all of his fragrances. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get right to that honey now because I want to talk about Thumbsucker. You, by Storskugan, you brought it up last week very briefly as yes. kind of your weird little narcissist scent. And we both love Romanza, which is also a narcissist scent that we brought up last week. Uh, that's by Mask Milano. So I wanted to find out why do I love Romanza, but not necessarily Thumbsucker? So I wanted to explore that a little bit. You would put it on the tray. And I think I love it now because it's, whereas Romanza is kind of dirty and wizardy and old guy. Green and, and herbal. Yeah, who's, you know, like Rasputin or something. Uh, Thumbsucker has a lot of those heavy, heady, floral, narcissist notes but instead of going kind of dirty and skanky, it goes very sweet because it's got a lot of honey. It's got beeswax honey. Um, it has a lot of like violet. It's very powdery. I think it has like pink pepper. It's very, I don't know. It's as it wore, the kind of the kind of dirtiness of the narcissist kind of faded and it just became mostly floral. And then really? it just was very sweet to me, very candy-like. It's very sweet. That is a reason why I think like, you know, I, I think it it, is so sweet that it probably does skew more feminine. 
but the the beeswax and the honey along with the narcissist make it so animalic to me and mm. now like you know for me it never really goes too floral it kind of stays in that kind of weedy hay-like rooty thing that narcissist does and the honey just amps it up it's crazy and like it is so strong i know that last week i was kind of complaining about uh, phantom mall and the size yeah but i would have no complaints with thumbsucker because one one or two sprays will do you and it'll stick around for like 48 hours well i really enjoyed it and it did because it was all over everything i could smell it on my pillow i could smell it on the blankets poor henry had it on his yeah, onesie yeah he smelled I like mean, thumb sucker just, tell but, me about hey, your sense you you wore romanza too i did wear romanza because i do love it and i will say again i felt a lot more self-conscious about wearing romanza during the day going out than i did thumb oh you sucker. wore it out oh yeah <laughs> You're brave. Okay, Romanza, I put it on the tray because we were talking about it last week and kind of how crazy and polarizing it is. But man, I wore it also this week, I think twice. It's amazing. That's one of my all-time favorites. It's truly just, it's perfection. It's kind of buttery and dirty and hay-like the way that narcissists can be, but then it has all of the jasmine there. But all of that's resting on like this base of amber and cedar and myrrh. Yes. So it's so intense. It's probably not truly a spring scent, but I think one thing that's beautiful about it is that it's quite floral, but it's completely unisex. We need to start incorporating incorporating that when we have friends come over and we go through kind of like a whole uh, testing what fragrances they like or what they'd be interested in. I want to throw that in more because it, it, Yeah. Is it's, this, it's, it has to like. Is this off-putting to you? Yeah. Does this make you hate fragrance? Because it, it yeah, I could see where, I mean, on some level, it smells like mothballs. Completely. It yeah. smells like old guy that's been sweating in a really heavy jacket. It's like a, you know, like a Mongolian lamb jacket. sweaty. And he keeps it in a closet that has a lot of mothballs because there's a moth problem. But yeah. It also has all those floral amber notes. Anyway, we're spending a lot of time talking about Romanza. But see, that goes to show. That shows how cool it is. Well, the thing about Romanza is that uh, I did a video on it when you first got it for me. It was my Christmas gift. Mm -hmm. I did a video kind of being like, you know, this isn't for everyone, but I'm loving it. It's a journey. Kind of have to stick with it. And, you know, just saying what a beautiful scent that I thought it was. We posted that. Mask Milano saw it and they commented like, so glad that you like this scent. Most people don't. (laughs) 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 And it's true. I mean, I was actually on the Fragrantica page for it this week, just kind of thinking and seeing what other people think about Romanza. And everyone who loves it does admit it's just one of those fragrances that's it's for the heads. Yeah. Um, Okay. Take me on a tour of what you wore. I, uh, last week, we had uh, mentioned La Curie, the brand La Curie, based out of Tucson, really cool small brand. And we were talking about Silene. We, had, we t- discovered it with the Discovery Kit, but we ended up buying another fragrance, and I couldn't remember the name then. So I reached for that fragrance this week, and that is Geist. Geist, Geist. by La Curie, which is a crazy scent. Um, the listed notes are Black Hemlock, Oak Moss, Chocolate, Leather, Manuscripts, Soil, Ambergris, Wet Cobblestones, and Parchment Ink. That's those are the listed notes on the website. And this is just such a weird scent because it's kind of chocolatey, 
inky, the petrichor element goes crazy in this. And it was raining here this week, so it actually was quite an appropriate scent to wear. And I, um, I, I wore it despite it being quite a warm day. It's one of those fragrances that is so thick that it makes you think, mm, I better wait for cool weather to wear this. But, you know, I was thinking about it. I was missing it. And it performed remarkably well, considering that it was a pretty balmy day. I didn't feel like it was suffocating at any point. Um, it was beautiful. And I did also layer it with mannered musk mm. by Dale Gerard at some point, And that kind of helped lighten it up. Um, the vibe on this is like very sleepy hollow, very Ichabod Crane. That's a perfect description. I will say this. To me, there's a part of it that always reminds me of like cannabis tincture. Oh, for sure. It smells so much like that. But on the flip side, there's something in, you know, the in the pooch, kind of that chocolatey patchouli. It's kind of delicious smelling too. I don't know. Yeah. It's a really, I like it a lot. I'm so glad we have it. More people should have it. it it's yeah. it's a really, really amazing, like well thought on, out scent. It only has like two reviews on Fragrantica. And I think more people would really love this fragrance if they tried it. You have to really care about fragrance to make something as gorgeous as this. And, Absolutely. And those people Absolutely. should be supported. Okay. What else? Um, well, I feel like you kind of challenged me last week. We oh. talked about mink. Mm. <laughs> and I, you know, I have my reservations. It's not a fragrance that I uh, have completely gotten down with yet. So I put it out on the tray, put it out there. And I'm like, I'm going to wear mink this week, really collect what my thoughts are on this fragrance. And I'm still not sure that I, I, I know how I feel about it. I loved, I loved it when you were wearing it. Man, I mean, I can see how it's one of those smells that you could kind of become addicted to in a way. It changes every time you wear it. Yeah. It smelled, I didn't even, I thought you were wearing something else. I didn't even recognize yeah. it and I wear it all the time. So I actually, um, I, I complained that it does smell like pennies to me, mm -hmm. which is hard to get past. I complained that it smelled like pennies, but I got through that and I really can kind of appreciate it now as an incense forward fragrance. So that was cool to kind of get to that level of it. And um, it does smell very differently. It doesn't smell animalic though. And the name Mink makes you think that it's going to, you know, maybe smell like fur or, you know, have a lot of civet. And there's nothing like that going on here. It, like I said last week, it smells like some kind of industrial chemical compound. It smelled like patchouli on you. And I thought that was so odd. Well, I've, it has patchouli leaf I know, in it. but yeah. I've never noticed the patchouli on I me. I guess it's just my skin chemistry. But I also think it is the the mink aspect of it. Because you see people on Fragrantica or Base Notes or um, some of the other places talk about it being kind of like a dirty, animalic smelling fragrance. Or that it's kind of B.O.-ish and things mm -hmm. like that. And I've never really noticed that. But I think it doesn't smell like B.O. or any kind of sweat or or anything like that i would say that in defense of those people to giving those people the benefit of the doubt i think it's kind of one of those combinations of of things that don't really normally relate to those things but create that mm -hmm. kind of like how bibliotech works by byredo bibliotech has kind of that plum it has um some paper accords and it has, I can't remember, there's there's kind of like this this spicy cedar note that kind of goes through. And together, all of it kind of creates this old, worn leather book smell. Mm -hmm. That icing. Certainly. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's really kind of clever. And I think it's really neat. And another fragrance that does that, bringing this full circle, is Violet Hay by 
Marissa Zappas. She that can kind of get bookish as well. By the way, the apricot and some of those similar notes. The suede, Ooh, the suede. So it just it creates kind of an old bookish smell, and I just love how that happens. So that's what I think is happening with mink for those people. Yeah, I'm going to keep. Um, I, I you know I'm going to wear mink again. It really has my curiosity at this point. You know, I like to wear something that challenges me, like. Why wear something I could just straight up love when I could That's be right. wearing wearing something that makes me question everything? And now I just love it. And just so people know, it, it, I think it has been discontinued. You can still find it. Yeah. There's still stock out there. But also their candle altar is very similar to it as well. And Oh, you think? Oh, I absolutely think. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when I'm burning I that nice altar. altar is such a beautiful candle. Yeah. It's so cool. I wish they would make it a fragrance. They did. It's called Mink. <laughs> no way okay. no way they're very different all right sorry to go on you, you continue on please um i think that's kind of it i just chose those three what else have you been wearing this week uh i don't think anything else really i i've just i'm really excited to uh to see what you have in store for the board or for the tray this week. I saw you pulling out things a little earlier, so now I'm, I'm yeah, very curious. Yeah, um, now that I get to talk about them on here, I'm really thinking about what I want to, the vibe I'm going for, the experiences I want to have. Well, I was thinking a lot about what we talked about last time, which was blind buy and what would prompt that and what uh, would inspire that or arguments for it, even though we always recommend sampling first. That's our PSA. Um, but it did beg the question for me, at least, what do I, how do I prefer to shop for fragrances and how do you prefer to shop for fragrances? I know obviously we share a collection and we buy a lot of things as a joint decision, but we both have come to fragrances from different angles and experienced things throughout our lives. And, and i after being out at Neiman's this week and going to a couple other places recently, I do just like the good old-fashioned retail store experience. Oh, for sure. Yeah, when you can go to a department store and smell what you want to smell or or discover something new that's so much better. Yeah, it's just kind of it is nice to be able to order pretty much anything you would ever want as a sample from all over the world. And have it to you in a couple of days and be able to wear it proper and all that kind of stuff. I just really enjoy going into the store and the bright lights and seeing the people and talking to them and just the bottles themselves. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were talking about, you know, a lot of um, appreciating a fragrance is knowing the story behind it. And uh, I think that obviously there's great sales associates who can help familiarize you with that. But I think a problem for me with online shopping and sampling is, you know, samples vary greatly in their quality. We've had samples that the smell is kind of contaminated by the plastic that they're contained in. Yes. Um, you know, dabbers. I don't know how some people feel about them. They're not my favorite. Like, I will buy a fragrance from a dabber sample if I really like it, but I obviously prefer an atomizer. Um, you know, it's just there's a, a lot of things that can happen with ordering things online. Um, if And if I could buy everything in person, I would. But I also feel like you and I are at a point where we've gone to Neiman Marcus so many times. We've gone to the other little stores around here that carry perfume. And we've basically like smelled everything that we can smell at this point. And I'm sure over the years, we're going to come back to things that we didn't like before. Or, and there will be new releases. But I also feel like 
I've kind of grown out of shopping at in physical spaces at this point for perfume. So I feel like in order to get things that really pique my curiosity and are exciting to me, I have to be ordering online at this point. Yeah, no, that's very true. And plus, that being said, I'm sure we can all, all perfume fans and buyers can relate to is going into, I went into Neiman's the other day. It was early enough that the crowds hadn't made it. And there's just, you know, it can be an aggressive situation. Every time you walk near a fragrance, you have someone bringing you a, a card to spray a sample on and they're handing you things and they're directing you and all. And you just kind of want to absorb the the moment and just ex- and experience the fragrance on its own without the influence of anybody else. Yeah. Um, so I know people are, are often kind of deterred by that, but still, I just, there's also that, that challenge of getting the feel of that fragrance in that one isolated moment. And I always think back to Musk, Musk Ravageur. I'd tried Musk Ravageur so many times and by Frederick Mall. And I, the time that finally made me a big fan, I sprayed it on my wrist because you were trying something else at the time and you were talking to a sales associate. And I went to a different department in the store. On my way to the, the other department, I hated having it on me. It smelled terrible. By the time I came back to meet up with you, I'd fallen in love with it. And it was just like, I don't know if I get that experience anywhere else other than in the store itself. And it just, I love that. Um, for those of you who weren't here with us last week, one of those parts of the show is where Jeff and I are going to blind sample some fragrances that we have chosen for each other. Um, we've each chosen three. We don't know what we're going to be smelling. We've picked them for each other. And um, without further ado... Okay, I'm handing you this sample okay. here. Here's my first blind sample to try. Oh, wow. Okay, I feel like I, I know this very well. Very well, really? Okay. Do I not? I don't know. It smells like an ex nihilo. It's not. It's not? Mm-hmm. Is it a laboratorio olfativo? Strike two. Okay, I really like it. It's a sweet, spicy rose, which is just so Jane. <laughs> Who do I mean, you... there's a ton of Tonka, too. Maybe some pink pepper, if I'm smelling correctly. I didn't get that. I... It's warm and delicious. It's always interesting to smell from a distance what the other person is smelling as well because it has now filled up the space yeah it's it's very very bold very potent maybe there's some gourmand notes going on here i feel like the rose is a little bit fading back and like some tonka and some resins and and very lively spices are at the forefront oh god this is really yummy definitely a winter scent who do you envision wearing this a girl who's a lot more put together than I am, somebody who always has her nails done. Um, she owns a fur jacket. Maybe she's going to Aspen for a vacation. What temperature is this fragrance? This is a very warm, warm fragrance that you wear when it's very cold. Um, what color is this fragrance? To me, I'm getting like a, a beautiful hot, hot pink and a rich mahogany brown. It's that combination for me. What is the weight? Um, For me, this is, it's pretty darn dense, but then there's that 
kind of peppery spiciness makes it, um, I don't know, kind of crackly and fun at the edges. Um, where do I envision wearing this? I mean, this is kind of like a, a night out with the girls. I would definitely wear this. It's um, a little bit Barbie-tastic. Oh, but with like some that. grit, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe am I off base? No, no. You were you're right on base. Do you want to? Uh, oh, I guess the final question would be would be own sample or pitch. This this smells like something I want to own. It's gorgeous. And I may I may not be the girl who's as put together to to wear something like this, but I aspire to be. Mm, wonderful. Well, it is Velvet Bold by Commodity. Really? Yeah. And you are you kidding me? Yeah. Rose petal, black amber, almond, musk, patchouli, labdanum, and amber. Again, uh, they patchouli, God. labdanum, and amber are the notes that they kind of pump it up to to, to make it the more bold exper- expression as opposed to the yeah. I get all of the labdanum. Yeah, it is everywhere right now. Yeah, and it's kind of settling down. It's not quite as um, peppy. There's a it's nice getting more creamy. Of... So they still make this. Oh yeah, because I know yeah. that like that's yeah. an old sample kit, and they retired a bunch of their old. This is part of the new samples kit. Mm, awesome, love that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I really, uh, really enjoyed testing it out today when I was picking your. Yeah, your game if, fragrances. Hey guys, if you're an ex Nihilo girl who loves things like Explicit, definitely check that out. It does remind me a little bit of Midnight Special too, or is it, it Midnight Special? That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I feel like it's a little bit more, dare I say, refined than uh, those. Things. Yeah, I can I see it's it's settling into something a lot creamier. But. To me, it's not um, explicit and um, well, not midnight specials, but explicit for sure. Feminine, quite feminine. Well, I feel I feel it's also a little bit more young. Yeah. This seems a little bit more not mature. old. Yeah. Just more mature. You're more. You you know who you, like you said. You, it's someone that's put together. They know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so. that's good. All right. Good job, commodity. <laughs> okay, are you ready for yours? I am. All right. What do we start with here? Okay, I know what I want to start with. Whoa. That is really fresh. There's like a very green floral. Mm, it's very, uh, it's on the lighter side than what we were just smelling with velvet. Bold. But there's very similar kind of a... Uh, Vanilla, sweeter notes in the base. It's almost kind of like cologne style because you could tell yeah. at the beginning it was very uh, green citrus, and then it became very kind of lavender. There's a lot of lavender. There, there is a lot of lavender. Um, and now I'm starting to get those kind of sandalwood. Not really musky though. No oak moss or anything like that. It's very, it's very crisp. It's very nice. Feel refreshed. This is something I would, uh, I would really, I would wear out. I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy wearing this. What temperature do you feel like it is? This is very cool. It's kind of, um, I would say fifties. It's just beginning of jacket weather. Okay. Um, where are you going to be wearing this in? Anywhere between work and dinner. Short like window. Short window. Not no, not like left work and went to dinner. And I, <laughs> like I could wear it to work, all day at work. Okay. And I could wear it to dinner, 
wouldn't necessarily wear it going out. Can I ask you something about this fragrance? Yeah. Does it strike you as similar to Bergamask? No. Because that is the number one fragrance that it's voted as similar to on Fragrantica. And I thought that was crazy. That's not, it's not even, yeah. This not is, in the same ballpark. Bergamask is a sledgehammer compared to this. This is like a. <laughs> I don't know. It's coming at me pretty strong. This is strong and it's nice and I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, but. The, okay. The. The orange and lime here. I will yeah. just tell you, those are what the, the citruses are. They're doing a lot of heavy lifting and making this kind of um, musky cologne very lively. I very really... peppy. Yeah. Berg and I got to tell just... you, I got to tell you, like since we tried the straight ambergris note, I can really pick the ambergris out in that. Yeah. It, it, there's, a, there's a musky base, but it's not. Uh, this is very friendly. This is a very approachable. It's very clean. Totally. It's very sophisticated. Um, I anybody could wear this gender wise. I mean, but I, I for some reason in my mind, I think somebody in a you know a, a nice crisp suit, wool suit. Yeah, because it has like those kind of classic um, cologne components. This is the boss on your floor. This isn't the. This is in the executive at your workplace. This isn't anyone in a cubicle. It's not the young guy, you know, pushing the mail cart. This is this is really nice. It's kind of smoky too. Yeah, a little bit of smokiness. Yeah, to there it. is tobacco, so you um, are smelling something like that. Arrow wise, it feels very modern to me. Yeah. I would say that two thousands. Um, could be a little retro to my sense. I kind of want it. I, I'm going to just say I own it right now. Really? Okay. Well, I'm kind of not surprised, and that is why I picked it for you, knowing that you love any kind of uh, offbeat cologne. Um, this is Act by Der Duft. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, I, I feel like I tried this before. and We have. We did try a couple of their fragrances, and I think some are kind of weird, but that's a winner. There's a creaminess to it. So there's a smokiness, there's a creaminess, but ultimately you're getting like this really nice citrus. You're getting some smoky lavender aromatics and you're getting a musky kind of woody base. It's perfect. Love it. Sign me up. Yeah. I mean, you're calling out all of the notes. The only like weird one I'm going to throw out at you that's in here, starfruit. Wouldn't even know. Random, random note to be in this scent, but it's there. I, I. I'm sure I've had a star fruit, yeah. but I wouldn't know it enough it, to do We that. better go back and look at our other derdoofed samples. Yeah, or get some more samples. I think we yeah. only have like one that's, or two. That's actually smelling really nice. It's yeah, really filling really the room right nice. now. Um, all right. So my turn. Do? I've sprayed this all over myself. Oh, wow. Uh, this is odd. It's a little bit hard to place anything in this right now. Yeah, it's a little uh, hazy. Yes weedy um first things that are coming to mind it's a bit like you're lost in a daze um it's an odd scent it does not fit any genre right off of the bat it's not musky it's not astringent it's not sweet it's a little bit um i don't want to say it's a nothing burger because there's qualities here Maybe a little bit ghostly. Um, should I go through the criteria to assess this very think, strange scent? I think you should because I I really enjoy it. Um, it's not anything that I've thought much about since we, if we've had the sample for a little while. Yeah. Um, first words that come to mind with this, there's almost like a sense of vacancy. It's very odd. Um, 
temperature, I mean, it's like whatever temperature an empty room is. It's it's strange. It's gray. Um, it's maybe a little bit misty and soft and transparent. It's a little bit ghost-like. And if I have to say, if I'm envisioning who's wearing this, it's some kind of spirit <laughs> inhabiting a place. Um, and I, I think as far as the era goes... If I'm assessing what era this is from, okay, I'm starting to get some lime. I'm starting to have a little bit more substance. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say maybe um, the 60s, you know, maybe the girl who who dies on prom night in the 60s. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, who would wear this today in 2023? This is a scent that probably only somebody who's really into fragrance is going to be into because I think a lot of people would smell this and just be like, What's even going on here? I will tell you, but I am really enjoying this fragrance. I'm smelling it from here. I want, I, I'm going to put it on. Maybe I'm a bit anosmic to something in it. Can you tell me what the notes are? Because I'm having a really hard time smelling anything. Yeah, it is um, Elimi or Elimi. Elimi. Tarragon, okay. basil. I smell a tarragon and basil. Lavender, sage, geranium. So it's very herbal, huh. very floral. Frankincense. Patchouli and musk. Man, I don't know if my nose is blind, but I can get some of those faintly. Do you want to try it on skin? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's try that. Is this Joram Studio? No. Hmm. Oh, is it a is it a regime de fleur? No. Okay. All right. Just tell me what it is. It is folly a plaisir. Oh, I almost chose this one. Yeah, one eleven hertz, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's inspired by an exhibit, and it's a collab. Okay, I can with smell it much better on my an skin. artist, Leia Colombo. Strip very well. She's a painter and sculptor. Okay, okay, definitely needed this on the skin. Yeah, I sprayed it on skin earlier and started thinking, why have I not been wearing this? This yeah. is really, really the gorgeous. It's very sharp and in your face, but also musky and patchouli. Yeah, it's really, the really sage nice. and tarragon are really pretty stunning. Yeah, it's... um. Okay, I smell this now. I think it was not actually on that strip very well. And um, But that is the later brand of Sixth Sense. Oh, six cents. They went on to do. Um, yeah, it's uh, Kaya Sorhendo. I need to email them because you know I used to party with them in New York. Yeah, that's why. I was a teenager. Is it Kaya? Is that the name? Kaya. Kaya. Man, I think yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but that is the the perfume and brand that he did after six cents, which you still have a bottle of. Yeah, which I'm hoarding. It's yeah, like they're, it they're really sitting nice. with Oni Titel and it's amazing. I I actually want to email them and be like, do you have anywhere of this left over? I know it's like 12 years old, but ugh, such a good brand. Huh, that's great. Good choice. Um, okay, so now it's Jeff's turn. Oh, wow. Okay, there's like a lot of saffron in here or something along those lines. Yes. There's fruity notes, and by fruity, I don't mean citrus. I mean like apple or plum or probably not star fruit. Yes. There's, I will tell you that this is something that you have really liked in the past. This is There's a very um, 
distinct floral note in the middle that's very is it rose or is it something like heliotrope or something like it might be rose i don't know there's a there's a sweet floral going through the middle i really really like it the saffron is so strong yeah saffron's going crazy right now this does seem very familiar I really, really like it. So I was, I was, I chose this because I wanted to see if you had cooled on it because it's been a couple of months or maybe a year since we first assessed this, but apparently not. The love is still very strong. Yeah, because it's so. The saffron, like I said, the saffron can go so wrong. Yeah, it can get but a little when it's too. Good, it's so good. Almost engine oil, synthetic, burning plastic. You know, all those things that kind of. You don't mind smelling in very small doses, but if it's lingering around on your skin for several hours, it starts to make you nauseous. But the florals and the resins that this is very like Middle Eastern, it seems to me. Yes. Um, yeah. It's almost do, like. Do you have any guesses on what this is? No, not offhand, but it does smell familiar. And oh, wait. Here it comes. Uh, what is the one by Diptyque? That I can't ever say it right anyway, but it's like starts with an R. Right, oh, Rila. Rila, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. That's oh, it, yeah. I'm good. I am good. And you are good because you picked out that um, that fruity note at the top is raspberry. Raspberry, yeah. yeah. I knew it was, it, yeah. yeah, it's, that's a winner. I want that. Yeah. Because it has that gold label. That's really sharp. I know. That, uh, I love Diptyque bottles. You know, it's very powdery, too. There's a little bit There's of like There's leather fancy and iris. So the floral yeah. there was the iris. And it because it has the leather and the iris, um, in, the, in the cedar and the musk, it just feels really expensive and luxurious. And saffron, too. This is uh, the scent I would wear when I want to feel like a, a tough uh, power boss lady. Because <laughs> that's what it's, it's. There's a bit of that, but it, it, I will say this. It, Do you it, feel like it's feminine? I can no, see. No, I can I don't. see it's a little feminine. It, I would say if you were in the middle, and you know, positive one is feminine and negative one is male or or masculine. I would say this is like 0.5 positive feminine. You know, okay. it's it's very. Only because those the floral powdery violet notes in the middle give it a little bit of that makeup uh, sense to it. It's not there's not a lot of like heavy other than the saffron. There's not a lot of heavy like classical masculine notes of you know like musk and cedar mm. and it, sandalwood. It smells and, like a really expensive trip. It does. Like it's fancy. Fancy it's nice. luggage. Fancy hotel. Diptyque has a lot of great scents. We love Diptyque. But this is one where someone in the department got their way. One, Everybody was in a good mood, and they're like, hey, I want to do this one. It's kind of weird. It's kind of, you know, a little bit different than normal straightforward scents that we do. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Go for it. We'll see how it does. It's and in the hit. permanent collection. It's not one of their limited editions, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's saffron done right. It's yeah. A, it's a great example of saffron. All right. Well, hit me with my next one. All right, final one. Oh, man, I know this. It's a beautiful iris scent. There's something yes. a little bit sweet and bubblegummy here. 
It's lightly peppery. There's definitely vanilla. It's very cozy. It does fit a bit along in lines with Orilla because it has um, all of that iris going on. I do feel like there might be leather or suede here too. Um, it's soft and a little bit feminine. There's something that feels very retro about it. Maybe a bit of a 60s yay yay girl vibe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that. that's what's going on. There's that kind of thick makeup-y feel, makeup of your. Um, it's not too heavy. I feel like this is something that I could wear anywhere. It's definitely filling the filling the air without being overwhelming right now. I think it, I I would want to own something like this. This is definitely we don't have anything like this in our collection. It's a little bit sweet too, and, and like I said, in that bubblegummy way. See, I feel like it's very strong. Yeah, I, I think it's strong. Very dense. Oh, it's it's pretty soft for me. Strong, but soft. And I think when I was deciding on what to choose as for, for the game here, and I chose that, I felt like it was a little fruity when I first tried it, but now I yeah, don't feel um, that as much. I can, May I smell it? I can kind of see that. I feel like this is like what Sylvie Farton was wearing in the 60s. Mm, good choice. It feels, and, and I don't think this is the actual strip, it feels like there's a paper accord in there. Yeah. Um, no, that's definitely. Not even there's the so notes. much iris that's making it feel quite papery. Yeah. Really beautiful, really unique. I'm definitely starting to get the fruit note, and this really does seem like it might be kind of what the raspberry was doing in Orilla. Okay, tell me. You want to hear is, the notes? What is the? Yeah, tell me the notes first. Uh, carrot seeds, angelica, bergamot. Okay. Iris, sandalwood, mm -hmm. and neroli. Hmm. Okay, the neroli makes sense. I was getting yeah. that kind of little bit of zing there. Those are all the notes? Yeah. Interesting. There's There has Minimal. to be some sort of vanilla. Maybe. I, I feel like there's some kind of vanilla base in it's there. It's sweet. It is yeah. very sweet. There might be a little bit violet on top of the iris. Um. Who who makes this? Oh, it's Harmonist. It's Royal Earth. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So Shasa was the one who, he. we were talking about this last time we saw him. Yes, he made that sample for us. He mm. is our go-to fragrance person at the conservatory here in Dallas. And just an overall great person to talk to about fragrances yeah, or anything really go see shasa if you have the chance he will give you the best recommendations and this is another winner i mean that's that's really stunning it is really nice yeah yeah i i Damn. kind of anticipated us hating on it a little bit but now i kind of like i it. do kind of want to hate on the harmonist because they're so expensive they're so expensive and i gotta tell you i hate those bottles yeah i feel like a lot of what you're paying for is the bottle and i hate the bottle so they're heavy. They always look chipped. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, you could have done something different, especially for that price. And I hate it more because I love what's inside. This, I'm excited for you to try because I tried it one time and it was just kind of kooky. <laughs> it's kind of kooky. And it's strong. I'll just warn you. I know we, we've tried a lot of strong fragrances and this is probably the strongest. That, there's a lot going on here. Yes, correct. So much that 
what is probably like some sandalwood and some um, cedar or citrus notes. It's all kind of forming this kind of pina colada coconut scent to me. Sure. Yeah. Very green. It's already changing dramatically. Wow. There's some real. I wish you could see Jeff's face right now. <laughs> candy bubblegum aspects to this. It's it's very. I think it would be fun to recommend this to someone that's looking for. You see all these videos and and TikToks and Instagram. I'm looking of, for a fruity fragrance. I'm looking for something for the beach this summer. Yeah. You know, give me that kind of. Uh, it's not suntan lotion, but kind of like suntan lotion. You think this is suntan lotion like? I did it first, but now it's turning into candy shop. Candy, really? I'm getting a lot of candy. I gotta say, a lot the, of citrus, a lot of powdery, very almost like sweet tarts. Um, the savory aspects really come through in the dry down, and I know we don't have time to get there, but I will tell you, after like six hours, you will get the savory elements of this fragrance, and I will tell you right now, it's a bit culinary. I have so. to say that this fragrance, from the moment you handed it to me, which was about, I don't know, two minutes and 15 seconds ago, has made radical shifts on multiple occasions. This has been, a, every 25 seconds, this becomes a different fragrance. Well, it's you're, already doing that. Your head is going to spin when I tell you the listed notes. Definitely one of the oddest combinations th- of notes. Yeah, I, okay. So I'm still going to stick with the candy shop. It is getting a little bit more green, a little bit more incense-y, a little bit more aromatic. It's still very green. Um, very aromatic. Then I would say that it is very cool in temperature. I would say the color of it is yellow. Um, who would wear this? A chef. I guess. I mean, no, I don't think it'd be strong enough for a chef. It has a lot going on. It's very busy. It's very uh, dynamic, but it's not overwhelming to me. Like it's. If you had to make a guess about what kind of perfumer would make this scent, are you thinking like? Not a trained one. I think this is like a. I mean, not necessarily not in. And I'm not saying that. In a no. Yeah. You yeah. Know, just like someone that. You know, th- this is someone that's. Doesn't work at one of the major companies. Doesn't work at one of the major companies. They're they're freelance. They're out there kind of exploring their passion of fragrance with their own line. It's a very interesting... I don't know who would wear this. It's very interesting. It's, it's not wearable. That was kind of like... I was kind of wowed by it when I first tried it. But ultimately, I'm like, you know, where am I going to wear this? This is too nuts. It's not bad. I think it's very good. I, I think if you got to the dry down, you would be impressed. I think it's already like it's just constantly changing, and from because of that, I'm interested in it, and I want to see where it goes. I don't know if I would necessarily wear it, but it's not offensive. You know, all these things. I want to be clear that this is by no means bad or off-putting or poorly made. It's very interesting and very. There's a. I don't know. You're on a journey. And it's very fresh. Okay, and crisp. I'm just going to tell you what please the notes enough. are. Yeah, please tell me the notes. The notes are lime, bergamot, blueberry, green mm. pepper, daikon mm. radish, daikon. ginger, galanga, aka blue ginger, okay. violet, musk, sandalwood, leather, and amber. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of like it, it, maybe at one point it was getting away from them. 
and they had to bring it back. So they're just kind of like balancing out, like they're trying to find like, well, we got ginger in there and let, let me put a little blue ginger in there and see if that tempers it down. And then let's go back the other way and try green pepper. Um, but I like it. Gosh, now I really smell like green pepper. Yeah. And it's really kind of cool. I wore this in my studio um, for one week. I only applied it once, but it's so long lasting that I smelled it all week. It was on my painting smock and I kind of fell for it. It's um, it's Gong by January Synth Project. Oh, wow. He's a, like a writer or something. Like he's that, a, a writer, painter. painter. Yeah. He, he's a user experience designer. So he's this is his really passion wanna, project. Yeah, I want to try some of his other scents. His name is John Bible, Beeble. This is, I want to know what other sense he has because there's an, there's a very creative perspective going on here. Yeah. It's just not my kind of scent. Um, I'm into it. But I could see, I'd like to see what's going on with something maybe more floral, more woody. Well, um, yeah, maybe we should uh, do a Ministry of Scent order because Ministry of Scent carries... January Scent Project. Also, shout out Ministry of Scent. They have the best samples, the best little atomizers on their samples, and you get one and a half milliliters. So that's always going to be Plus my favorite. Plus the labels. And, and the labels are well made. It's the best place to buy samples. And I like their buying, too. They have, yeah. a, they have a cool little lineup there. They have a great lineup. All right. All right. So, so that is the game all finished. Until um, next time. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. And, um, you know, if you have any questions, comments, whatever. Thoughts, you, ideas, anything. Yeah. Suggestions. DM us, comment, whatever. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.